0: Hello, everyone. I am Sonia Camille, and I am here today. So excited, literally thrilled that you guys are all here with me today, here on the pod. This is Sonia with the Call Me Camille podcast. What's up? Sonia with the Call Me Camille podcast. I am so happy that you are here with me this week here on the pod. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for being here. This is a special episode. You're not going to want to miss it. As I interview one of Michigan's top educators, Nancy Zezaleski here on the Call Me Camille podcast. As many of you already know, this week we have been celebrating educators all week. No, not all week, all month long. We have been partying and celebrating and I have had songs played ABC 123 and what time is it (laughs) from High School Musical? I can recite those songs in my head because I am posting every single episode. Day, We are celebrating educators here and certainly not all of the outstanding educators that are in our country. There are too many of them for me to list on here, but this is a small list of outstanding educators that have been nominated or that I have selected to be featured here on the Call Me Camille podcast. And I have been really Really enjoying reading their bios and reading about them, seeing their pictures and and uh, here listening to them speak, um, the ones that I've interviewed. And and it really has been a treat. It has. So if you have not already checked it out, please go visit the Cordially Camille blog at CordiallyCamille.com to read about all of our outstanding honor roll recipients. 2023 list is Going on strong. And we still have a week left. We have one week left in this month. And I want to tell you that I am still trying to figure out how to get all of my names in. We took a weekend off for Father's Day and we took a little bit of time off here and there, but I'm going to have to do some double posting or something. But I will get them all in. We will celebrate each and every one of the names that was submitted to us for the 2023 Honor Roll list. So please go check out the Cordially Camille blog to read all about all of our outstanding educators. And speaking of which, we are accepting names for our 2024 honor roll list. So if you have an educator that you love and that you would absolutely like to nominate, please do so by emailing me at contact at gmail.com. And that's Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A, Camille, C-A-M-I-L-L-E, contact. At gmail.com. Get those names in to me. Get them in quickly. There's only 30 spots open, so I want to make sure that you get yours in. So email me right away the name of the person, teacher, outstanding educator that you would like to nominate. Before we jump all the way into our interview with top educator, Nancy Zezaleski, you know what I have to do. You know what time it is, friends. Come on now. (laughs) It is time for what they said. I went out in the neighborhood, in the community this week at the mall. I was shopping and I pulled out my microphone and I had an opportunity to meet some really great new friends of mine who are listening today. Welcome, friends. Hello, friends, to all of the ones that I've interviewed, but I had an opportunity to talk to some awesome, awesome people. And I asked them a few questions as I do, as I said, each and every week. And this is what they said. This is Sonya with the Call Me Camille podcast. I am here, as I do each and every week, talking to new friends in the community, asking them a variety of questions. Today, I found a wonderful friend who I flagged down and said, can I ask you a few questions? And she so graciously said yes. How are you today?
1: I am good. And yourself?
0: Very good. Well, I can obviously tell you are definitely out of high school. Yes. Yes, I am. Thank God, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But I'm gonna make you go way, way back because this month on the Call Me Camille podcast, we are celebrating educators. And so, in the spirit of education, we are going to ask you a few questions from elementary school or high school. No, don't get scared. I'm just messing with you. (laughs) No, what I just wanted to ask you this really quickly: What was in elementary your favorite subject?
1: Oh. Science by far. I I remember in like um, fourth grade we used to always do like volcanic experiments and it was just so fun because it was like the typical baking soda vinegar and it would just explode and I was just like oh my gosh like oh my, my
0: goodness I love that too I love that experiment and you know what low key don't tell anyone but I'll do that every now and again if I'm cooking I'm like oh, I remember that poor little baking soda and see just- <laughs> watch it watch it explode a little bit I hear it cleans out the garbage disposal so don't judge listeners <laughs> do not judge me I'm just having a little bit of mama fun here what about this you said science was your favorite subject what was your least favorite subject.
1: Oh, math. I actually struggled with math in like second grade and like throughout. It was, it was a little difficult. <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: Well, since you said math, I had a feeling you were going to say that because do you know statistics show that the majority of us, we cannot stand math. Um, but So I'm going to ask you a math question. Okay. Here you go. Ready?
2: Okay. Yeah. Scared. All right. Here
0: we go. <laughs> so five plus two. Seven. She's a math whiz, guys. I don't know. I don't know what she was talking (laughs) about. (laughs) You were great. Thank you so much for participating. You have a great day.
1: Of course, you too. Bye. Bye, everyone.
0: Hello. My name is Sonia Camille. I'm here with another new friend that I stopped randomly on the street. He only has a few minutes, so I am going to hurry. I'm asking a question of him. He's got to go way, way back in the day thinking about in elementary school, what was your favorite subject in school? Definitely math. I love that. What was it about math that you loved?
2: it made sense and it was predictable it was the same every time so when I got it wrong I could figure it out
0: so what about science then
1: very similar so I'm an engineer background so I I I lead lean towards the stem
0: I love that very much I am a therapist so I did not like it Um, but my husband loved everything about it Um, although he's an attorney now he didn't do anything really with math either let me ask you this what was your least favorite subject in school Probably languages because they're so challenging for me. A lot of people can get them easily, but uh, I'm good at memorizing, but man, languages are tough because they're so nuanced. It is very difficult. Thank you for your time. I appreciate you. Thank you. Hi, this is Sonya with the Call Me Camille podcast. I have a treat for you guys. I actually stopped to ask a new friend my questions for what they said, because you know, that's what I do each and every week. I ask random questions to new friends, but this time I stopped this wonderful lady and she said, I am an educator and you know, we are celebrating educators this month on the Call Me Camille podcast. So I lit up. I'm excited. How are you today?
1: Good. I'm doing great.
0: So you said you are an educator. What grade and what level do you teach?
1: So I teach high school integrated math two and three uh, math. So I co-teach, which means that I have students that are both special ed and gen ed in one classroom. And then I also have my own classroom with all of my students have an IEP, so I do both. That's fantastic.
0: First of all, thank you for what you do and pouring into the lives of so many children. When you have your own, that can be challenging, but you obviously do it well. So I really appreciate the sacrifice that you make each and every day.
1: Thank you, because it is a struggle. I think being a teacher mom is a struggle. Sometimes I think I'm not good enough as a mom and sometimes I think I'm not good enough as a teacher. Like it's hard to try to do a balance of both.
0: I bet and I've heard that just balancing and juggling one of the teachers that is actually the podcast that we're recording for right now I interviewed her and she stated that she worries she's a special ed teacher and she said I actually worry about my students over the summer I should be relaxing but I'm worrying about them do you find that to be the case for you as well
1: oh yes definitely because I know some of the struggles that they face during the year and I know that sometimes school is like their safe place so I'm wondering like what are they doing in the summer because that's the place that they try to avoid during the school year sometimes and so I do think about it and I'm like I shouldn't I wish sometimes I had chosen a career where I could just leave my job and then that's it like shut down but I can't
0: well that shows your heart also it shows that you have a big heart and that you are exactly the right person for this job because you have the heart for your students I appreciate you so much
1: thank you thank you I appreciate you as well just giving a voice to educators because I think In this day and age, we are really struggling in our profession. You know, before COVID, we were applauded. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, your job is so hard. And now it seems that schools and teachers are being targeted as, you know, we we don't do enough or we're pushing agendas that we're not and it's just like it's been a struggle and I know a lot of teachers are leaving the profession just because they're fed up with it
0: and that's so sad yeah
1: it is and I sometimes wonder myself you know how much longer I have I always thought I would retire as a teacher but you know sometimes I have an existential crisis where I'm like should I be doing this Well, and it doesn't help too with
0: everything going on and, and unfortunately in our world you now have a different uh, burden, a different thought process going into the classroom. You have to think of safety. You have to yeah. think of all of these things that you did not Now, My teachers, when I was, growing, I'm dating myself, I'm 50, so it's been a minute. I graduated from high school in 1990, but I am pretty sure that my elementary teachers didn't worry about that. They were just thinking, oh, fire drill. Do my kids know how to get out of the window? Or tornado, do they know how to crouch in the hall, hallway with their hands over? But you have to think about more than that.
1: Yes, we definitely, with the, you know, we have to do active shooter drills and then we have to think about as a high school teacher our students mental health and then you know with everything that's being put against like the rights of lgbtqia students like i have to think about that too i have to think about you know are they going home being fed are they going home and being supported are they going home into a loving environment and then you know when they come into the classroom and they're upset i've had to learn you know over the years it's not me it's You know, because sometimes they just come in and they're upset. And I used to take it personally. And now I've learned it's like you need to know what it is that we call it what they're carrying in their backpack. Wow. They come with very heavy backpacks. And we have to like learn to unpack it and just be like, you know, try to create a safe environment for them. So that at least for a few hours of the day, they're in a in a good space.
0: I applaud you. I appreciate you so much. And on behalf of all of my listeners, I want to thank you so much for what you're doing. Happy that you are now on summer break. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. We're, you're out here with your children. A, mini vacation, tomorrow, a so mini vacation. Are you excited? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yay. And I am. This is her beautiful daughter. And you have another little one that she is pushing here. Um, can I ask her a question? What, what her favorite subject was in yeah. school? So what was your favorite subject in school this year?
1: I think it was art.
0: Do you love art?
1: Yes, I love art.
0: Oh my goodness. I was never very good at it, but I loved it so much. But my pictures didn't look, you know, the greatest, but hey, my mom hung them up on the wall anyway. So, what about your least favorite? What subject did you not like?
1: Ah, uh, this this hurts my mom really a lot, but it's math. It's math. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love that she's so sensitive. Like this may hurt mom's feeling, but it's math. But you know what? You have an yeah, amazing mom. Great. Right. <laughs> I'm sure that'll change by the time you go to college. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful summer. And again, thank you for all that you do.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Look forward to
0: listening to the podcast. Oh, I'm so excited. Have a good day. Thank you. And that is what they said. That was fun. I had a wonderful time asking random people at the mall. I'm going to admit I was at the mall. I was at the mall and I was doing some shopping and I pulled out my microphone and said, this is a great time to try to see if I can find some new friends. And and I did. I found the most outstanding people to chat with um, and it was super fun. I had the most amazing time interviewing one of Michigan's star educators, Miss Nancy Zezaleski. Nancy joined me here on the Call Me Camille podcast to discuss her passion for teaching and also to discuss Her recent celebration of her 100th movie with her student and friend, Alex Northrup. She'll get into all of the details about that, but I'm going to give you a little sneak peek because it's so exciting. The story is literally like a movie in and of itself. Nancy and Alex saw their first movie together in 2006. And here it is, 17 years later, they have just watched their 100th movie together, which is amazing this was such a big deal that this story reached Fox News and they wanted to interview her they had to interview her and since Fox News had to interview her well then my goodness I had to interview her I wanted to talk to Nancy I wanted to hear all about this amazing story another special treat the stars of the movie that she and Alex watched recorded a personal message to both she and Alex isn't that awesome I and mean, that's so awesome so i'm pretty sure right now you're trying to figure out what in the world are you talking about if you followed me on facebook you probably already saw the link that i posted it was a little sneak peek i couldn't help myself but you probably already saw the link that i posted of the interview with fox news nancy and alex it was amazing and it is one that truly truly does inspire you and just motivate you to just be a better person to go the extra mile to give of yourself give of your time and just love on others and that is exactly what this extraordinary teacher did my interview with nancy zazoleski is coming up next here on the call me camille podcast stay tuned Hi, this is Sonia with the Call Me Camille podcast. I am honored to have the most popular teacher in Michigan <laughs> <You're very laughs> with me here on the podcast this morning. I am thrilled to have you here with me. I have Nancy Zazaleski. She is an educator with the Ostego Public Schools in Ostego, Michigan. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my podcast this morning.
2: Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me It's, it's just been uh, The anticipation, Whitney I've never done a blog before So <laughs> this is great So, so fun.
0: Well I have to tell you I, I did do a spotlight on you And my numbers blew up and I said, oh who is this lady here? This is great. I'm so excited to have her on. And this is a new, for my viewers, this is a new friend of mine, to be honest with you. Um, she came highly recommended and nominated from the the previous podcast, which I know all of you have looked yes. at already, with uh, Lisa Winkowski-Smith, very dear friend of mine um, that I went to school with. And she saw on, um, you know, that I was honoring educators. And she said, well, if you are honoring educators, then I have a name for you who is the educator of all educators that you have to reach out to. Aww. You will not be and literally that's," she said, you will not be disappointed. And I said, okay, Aww. what's her name? <laughs> and I did this do, 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 do little search. And I thought, wow, my word. So I'm so honored. Yay. <laughs>
2: love Lisa she's a really good friend
0: of mine as well so oh man I love her too she's the real deal she's so genuine and if you real deal and if you two are friends she said you're the real deal then that means you and I are getting ready to become besties so (laughs) next (laughs) next time I come to Michigan (laughs) we are getting coffee date let's go so
2: lives right down the road from me Lisa what Yeah. yeah like literally two and a half miles down the road
0: in this latter half of life, I don't know if you're an empty nester as well, or if you have little ones we at are. home, then yeah. we have to, okay, it's a whole new thing, isn't it? It's a whole new thing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it is a whole new thing. May I ask, how old is your baby? The baby of your family?
2: The baby of the family is 23. Okay. The daughter, that's 25.
0: So 23 and 25, and my baby will be turning 21 in a matter of a few months crazy and our oldest is 24 I don't know where the time went it literally just flew by
2: that all the time and then I look at friends having little kids and I'm like I don't even remember those days it seems so long ago
0: isn't it interesting and do you remember having um older wiser woman telling us (laughs) enjoy these (laughs) days it goes by so quickly yes yes (laughs) Oh, and I, I was those women. I know. I those women that says that to so, oh I'm like, just enjoy it. Take a lot of pictures and they're looking yes, sleep deprived. Yes, I'm like, you really yes. will get past this, I promise. Yes, I promise. I promise. You well won't
2: we have t- t- boots for race resources re- <laughs> much longer. Just exactly. <laughs>
0: Before we dive too deep into this interview, yeah. can you please, for my viewers, I gave a little bit of a sneak peek yeah. as to what's going on, but for my viewers, if you could please just give me an, uh, just a wonderful introduction as to who you are, what you do, what you are known for these days, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm telling you, viewers, it is something pretty extraordinary. Her story is phenomenal. I will let her give her introduction, and then um, we're going to dive right into this thing. Okay. So the floor is yours.
2: Thank you so much for having me today. What a pleasure it is to have met you already in this, you know, few minutes. Um, the connection is is already there. I can feel it. It certainly me. is. My name is Nancy Zezaleski. I am a special education teacher at Otsegall Public Schools in Michigan. I just completed my 29th year as wow. a special education teacher. Um, yes, That's extraordinary. Know, right? People always say things like, oh, it must be so hard. And there are hard days, I will tell you, but the blessings far outweigh the difficulties. And Wow. Recently, um, I have a student that I, that I met when I first moved back to the Kalamazoo area in 2004. We um, kind of moved away for a few years. My husband's job took us around the state a little bit. But when we came back in 2004, I met a little guy named Alex. He was in my classroom where, where I was hired at Dixon mm-hmm. Country. In And Alex wanted to um, hang out with me because his parents were leaving for, uh, I don't know what they were doing on a weekend. And Tina told Alex, you know, that might not be appropriate. She's your teacher. You can't really go stay with her. And he drew a picture of a cat that was attacking me oh. and was very upset. Now, Alex, what you need to understand is Alex has autism. He okay. A man few words, I say. He's not not um real verbal. He he will communicate verbally, but it's it, it's few and far between. Mm-hmm. So when I called Tina and I said, Why is Alex drawing this picture attacking? This cat's attacking me. Like, what is going on? Is everything okay? And she said, Well, he wanted to stay with you when he when we gave him options for people to stay with, he chose you. And I told him no. I said, You can't tell him no. I wasn't. <laughs>
0: oh wow
2: and at the time alex was 11 um that was in 2004 and in 2006 we saw our first movie together wow oh my word yeah last 17 years we um have been going to the movies together for 17 years and i finally like a few months ago started counting i was just curious because he keeps track of everyone in a journal every movie we've seen he gives it a tomato rating where it, it's a good, a nice big plumpy juice tomato. Is a really no.
0: That's good. good. That's good.
2: <laughs> and, and actually, a week ago, uh, well, this past Thursday, we saw our 100th movie together.
0: That is extraordinary. That is phenomenal. Wow, cool. I that is really first of all. I am blown away. Um, when you think of educators and as a parent, first of all, you just want to have teachers like yourself that are invested in their children that genuinely care about the well-being of their child you know isn't that what we want as a parent and for you to do that I I cannot even imagine first of all the impact that that has had on Alex and his family and then the impact on you and your family so you have a, a an opportunity where your daughter is it daughter you have two girls
2: I have a daughter and a son
0: Okay, so for your son and for your daughter to see that their mom, oh, my mother's an educator, she's a teacher, but then when you take it that extra step and say no, she is pouring into the lives of her students, um, I i know their love and respect for you is just tenfold, but just the impact that that has had on their life, you probably will never know um, how profound that has been. So I applaud you. I truly, truly applaud you for what you've done. So I want to ask you this yes. so you have first of all the last movie that you and alex saw your 100th, 100th episode oh my word what movie did you go see
2: transformers rise of the beast
0: oh my god and i want to know alex gave it
2: a very plump juicy tomato he loved it we just had a blast we had family and friends there Our the the theater that we go to is this the one that we've probably seen 98 out of the 100 movies at Wow. Our own theater with our own private viewing, our immediate family and friends.
0: Wow. Give me a shout out. What is the name of that movie theater, please?
2: M89 Theater in Otsego.
0: So the M89 theater in Otsego, we are going to tag them in this and how awesome of them to allow you. I mean, you had a complete, like, it was a private viewing, a private showing. You guys had your own party in there. So that is fantastic. So not to mention the pool that you have clearly. So on, you know, M89, if I want to have a private party there, I'm calling you.
2: When you come back, you, we'll hook
0: you up. <laughs> okay, that sounds great. We'll have to have a girlfriend's night at the M89 movie theater. <laughs> I think that that's fantastic. Listen, um, I'm going to come back to your extraordinary story, but for first of all, if you've watched at all or if you saw my episode with Lisa, I like to play a few little games. So we're going to get dive deeper into that. Like, okay. here's the little game I'm going to play with you, okay. our extraordinary educator. I am going to say one word or a few words, and the very first thing the very first thing that comes to mind first thing summer break camping lovely your family you guys have camped all of your children's lives or were you a camper as a child no
2: no No? we did it with our kids and everybody's going to be shocked if anybody that knows me listening and they're going to be why didn't you say golf because that would be right and golf kind of go together so
0: so do you golf when you go camping we do. You do. So you pack where do you find the space to pack your golf clubs?
2: Well, we have a we have a truck. <laughs> and it's packed, right?
0: On the tailgate of the truck you know nice but, yeah. wow so camping so camping and golfing and really quick story i i never went camping in my life although i was born and raised in right outside of south haven michigan in a small yeah. town called covert yes. um we went to lake michigan all the time we were at the beach all the time we loved it blueberries the whole nine yards, but although we played in the woods and I was a little tomboy and, you know, we just enjoyed that. My, my grandfather owned, you know, 10 plus acres and gave my father like five acres. And so my dad built our family home on the acres and we just would walk and roam and play in the woods. But I always wanted to go camping, but we just never did. And so finally my kids were thoroughly grown and we relocated to California. Um, and I said, I'm going to, we're going camping guys. So I rented an RV from one of these places that has the obnoxious name written oh. on the RV.
2: Yes.
0: Everyone in the world knows that you rented your truck, (laughs) and you're a newbie. Oh, my. my (laughs) But I watched every single camping YouTube video that I could find, and I spent way too much money at Camping World to purchase all of these things because – I need it for camping that I'm sure you have, but my goodness, we did it. And we had the most amazing time. So I checked that off of my family bucket list. Yeah. I went camping and I'm hooked. I love it. It's so fun. It's really, really fun. Except the hose connection thing. I'm still a little bit.
2: I don't do that stuff. I don't. I sit back. Mark Z always says, you just sit there and look pretty and I'll hook everything up. I'm like, like, I love it. I'm going to sit right over here.
0: I like that too. I need to sit back and look pretty because I had my gloves up to here (laughs) and I had a big mask on and I had others who were more established campers, which is kind of walking by looking like.
2: Getting a little tear in my eye because it's so funny because it's true.
0: It's bad. It it was, I said, wait, if I do this wrong, it's going to be a really, really bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay which valve do I click
2: <laughs> which one do I pull which one, which one do
0: I pull I, know. <laughs> I was terrified oh my word and I was like don't just don't use it we're gonna walk <laughs> we're just gonna walk because then they said you have to pull it out and try <laughs> uh-huh. no. so that I would say is probably the least uh, most desirable aspect of camping and I was terrified that I was gonna mess something up but when you get past that it's good it's all good <laughs> It's good. Okay, here's our second word here. You are an educator. Let's go. First of all, can you tell me what grades have you taught? Have you, you're an elementary school teacher or have you middle school?
2: Every level. Oh. Second grade and under.
0: Really? So never kindergarten?
2: Never kindergarten, first or second grade.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: So I started in middle school, um, went to another middle school went to elementary when we moved back here and now i'm at our high school
0: oh you literally have taught at every single level wow so no wonder you are
2: it's been really fun too because the kids that i had in the elementary school you know i missed them for a few years like when they were in middle school but then i got them again in
0: now that's a treat
2: so there are families that i've been with for
0: literally 15 years okay that's beautiful
2: Isn't that amazing?
0: That's really amazing. So you have little Catherine, who was a little spunky in Uh third grade or fourth grade, and then you have her now as a high school. You're like, you're still spunky, Catherine. Uh Uh (laughs) I like that little spunk.
2: And the other thing, and I don't know if viewers can see us per se, but they can. I, I didn't have gray hair when I was there. So a lot of the kids, I transitioned. This is my natural hair color. Uh, they would see me and they would be, I'd be like, do you remember me? And they're like, um, I remember your voice, but I look so different now. Really? Oh, wow. Seeing their growth over the course of, you know, 12, 13, 14 years is amazing.
0: Oh, that has to be a treat. And so have you had the opportunity? Well, I think you would for the number of years that you've taught that you've gone, attended a few high school graduations already with your babies. Oh, man. Wow,
2: a lot. And
0: I love
2: I'm a wreck. The kids know that, like starting in May, I'm a disaster. I am a complete walking oh, a human because my babies are, are going on to the next level. And although so amazing, so bittersweet, so sad for me because my heart just breaks when they go. It's, oh, wow. When they cross that stage and grab that diploma, I'm just a mess because everything that went into that moment
0: yes, the
2: sweat the tears, the hard work,, the yeah. trials, the tribulations, the, everything is in that moment.
0: 't: It doesn't get any better than that. And if they look over to their teacher, they would say, oh. "Look at her. she's just crying, We don't get it." But they'll get it one day, right? They'll understand they one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right now, they're like, oh, this is great.
2: I am a very loving, hug my kids every day. Sometimes that's the only positive touch that some of them will get that day. So I hug and love hard and even run over to where the teachers sit and hug me one last time. And then I'm just a mess.
0: Wow, a mess. you're just amazing. I'm, I'm blown away. Everything about you is just awesome. Then I'm ask you this. Yes. What about this? Here's here's the second little word that we're going to go to. Obviously, we digress quite a bit. We were talking about camping. We went all down a spiral here. But what about history? First thing.
2: History. First thing, um, Mesopotamia.
0: Mesopotamia. Is it the spelling of Mesopotamia? Because that was one of my spelling words back in elementary. But tell me
2: why. Because we had to study for exams and the ninth graders take world history geography. And so I had to do like an acronym for one of my kids to remember certain regions and wow. in Mesopotamia. And I think our, it was like, um, bam, bam, or something I don't even remember what it was, but Mesopotamia came in there. And that was one of our study, study strategies.
0: <laughs> wow. And was it effective?
2: Yes, it was. They, See, there you go. The Aster exam. There it you did.
0: go. Excellent teacher. Look what you did for your students. You guys don't understand. I am blown away here. I'm like, so I got to remember what to say because I'm like, you're so good. That's so good. So that you would do that for your student to help her do better on her exam. That was fantastic. Okay, here we go. Okay. Arithmetic.
2: Algebra 2. Your
0: favorite? Yes. I don't know if we can be friends. I don't know. Me and math. Math.
2: But we're just coming off of exams, so I do. I have study sessions for kids, and my kids have struggles in math. Some yeah. struggle in reading, but I'll tell you what—it's so fun because we get to co-teach sometimes in some of the classes. So I've learned to like literally sitting here mm-hmm. like, I have to show you all my bags of markers and highlights color code everything. Yes. And then you, some kids respond better visually to other colors. So sure. in algebra two, I highlight in in their notes sections like this problem goes with this, and this one goes with this. And wow, two was a was a two week long study session during academic support time where I would just help them navigate their notes and get
0: their formulas ready and highlight keywords. And that's so good. Yes. I needed a teacher like you for math because um my my issue started honestly um early edu- um elementary <laughs> and I just there was a gap so at the time my father um was a Michigan State police officer and so his first assignment was in Rockford Michigan and um we transitioned mid year and then they transitioned us back because my grandfather oh. got sick so my father took a hardship to go back to um you know, the South Haven area to take care of them. So somehow in that transition, I missed something yeah. and, um, it just carried from year to year because obviously each year just keeps building. And so interestingly enough, I just, as a parent, um, well, I took that into college. And then when you have to take these classes and I am sweaty bullets, I'm like, oh my goodness. And he was my, my boyfriend at the time, my husband. Now He's just like, who's very good. Just in every subject. Yeah. He, he was that guy. Doesn't even have to study it for law school. He was just like, Oh, you can tell me about your day. And he's like, oh. and I'm like, wait, what do you mean? I'm talking to you. He's like, Oh, but I'm, I'm listening, but tell me. And you still did what graduated with high honors from law school. It's just like, maybe law school be a challenge. So he was that guy. That was not me. I was di- silence. Everyone flashcards. Yes. <sighs> you know, I'm that kind repeating, of student. Yes. And put a song to it. And I've got you. If you can put a jingle to anything, that was me like my little
2: acronym that ended in mesopotamia
0: can i hear it please
2: come on nancy i'd have to i'd have to go i'd have to go back and think about it because oh
0: jeez you have to call me and give that to me and i'm gonna put that splice it in (laughs) you think of it it. and then if you play it we'll put it on speaker (laughs) and i'm gonna splice it in because i want to hear that and it will be stuck i will (laughs)
2: I'll text my Lucy, and I'll be like, Lucy, what was
0: that? Yes! Have Lucy sing it, and I'll <laughs> put it here on the Call Me Camille podcast. Yes! But I was that student. You can understand and you have students like that, that if you put a jingle to it, I will remember it to this yep. day. I remember yep. things that my fourth-grade teacher um, <laughs> taught me that my husband, Mr. Don't-Have-To-Hardly-Study-For-Anything-And-Get-All-A's guy, yeah. I remember it and I'm like just because she aboard about above across after against along a bit around that before See? behind below beneath beside between beyond by down during except for from. He was like, "How do you remember that?" I said she put a jingle to it. <laughs> I know my prepositions. Hello. That's
2: awesome. So, okay, works, right?
0: Whatever works. And I think it's extraordinary as an educator that you have this classroom full of students. And at the beginning of the school year, if they're first year students for you, they may be second. You may already know their learning style, right? Yeah. But maybe you'll need a refresher and you're like, oh, that's right. Johnny did. Okay. I know what yep. I knew what worked for him back in fourth grade. Exactly. This, so you know, and that you'll remember each one of your students like that. But you do have to learn what works for them because what works for student A certainly will not work for student student B, or it may not work for student C. And and uh, so I just think that the job of, of an educator is very difficult and challenging but so rewarding, as you mentioned before. Um, But you have to remember all those intricate pieces, all those intricate details in order to have a successful school year. So we'll just do a few more here. How about this foreign language? Oh,
2: I think of Spanish.
0: Spanish. Spanish. my
2: friends is our Spanish teacher. And we have, my parents are very connected to Mexico and they have property down there. So we have spent a lot of years down in Mexico with our family down there there that we see. So we, I'm not fluent in the language. I wish I were, but um, yes, that's what I think about.
0: Well, you know, Nancy, we are empty nesters now. So, you know, if you and your husband want to sit around and have a nice romantic dinner and speak a bit of Spanish, (laughs) we got to do that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, geez, we'll have our coffee date.
2: I I can you know but anyway that's what I think about with foreign language so all
0: right I love it and how about this one you said you didn't teach this grade period or this class uh, I had down here kindergarten but you may have some thoughts about it nonetheless nap time
2: yeah, and, and and herding cats like <laughs> keeping all those little ones in line like my my best friends and I would I would be so in awe of them and those getting all those little cutie pies <laughs> you know, get in line and walk down I used to practice on a rope, you know, walking down the hallway. How did you get to learn all of that? Yes. And me, I would just go in and start singing. I I just love me sing with the little, you know.
0: <laughs> and they're so little at the beginning of the school year. And by the end of the school year, boy, they mature so.
2: Oh, my gosh. It's
0: unbelievable.
2: unbelievable. Observations like going in and Like maybe doing an observation to evaluate a child. I've done that. And those teachers, kindergarten teachers, first, second grade teachers, I salute you. Oh, my goodness.
0: You're like, you have my respect.
2: Any day, all day. Like, those little ones.
0: I'm telling you, they're so special and it's so interesting. I remember when my little one came home and he said, Mommy, I learned coat magic. I said, coat magic? What is <laughs> coat magic? He was like, I'll show you. The- my teacher taught me coat magic. And I thought, what is this? But to teach them how to put their coats on by themselves. Yes. They turned the coats upside down, had the kids put their hand in, and then they flipped them up over the head. Boop, coat magic. You have I your coat be- on by yourself. Ta-da.
2: And for next
0: <laughs> year, let me slide on my boots. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, um, I applaud them. I-, I really do. The creativity that has to go into every single oh grade but that grade period kindergarten first grade is so great and let's just do the last one because that's where Um, we are here last one is science first thing that comes to mind
2: i would have to say biology
0: biology
2: my bestie Kristen is our phenomenal biology teacher and again back to exams because i'm still in school mode and i still have exams stuck in my head um they changed the format of the biology exam that was way user friendly so we can accommodate and modify exams for like kids who aren't fluent readers or need less visual distraction and they put it all on the computer in a google doc oh you
0: know, wow
2: or in a google form actually uh huh
0: my kids did so well on their biology wow Oh my goodness. So you're saying that you're just coming off of Mm -hmm. exams. So are you now officially on summer break? Officially
2: on summer break.
0: Congratulations.
2: Thank you very much. My goodness. I mean, this is my problem. Like I'm always ready for like a, like a little bit of a break, but then then I sit here and think about what are they doing? Where are they?
0: Oh, wow. Well, that's your heart. And, and your heart, you have, the most amazing heart and and which is going to flow right back to why you are so popular these days, because not just of being a, and I know you you work with an amazing group of educators who are all extraordinary. Um, you just happen to be the one to get the attention on this, but I'm pretty sure if they were to visit each classroom, there's something extremely extraordinary about every single one of them and so perhaps some of them will be nominated. I hope so. To uh, (laughs) Please. I mean, I'm accepting nominations that that window is open. I will post it on the website for the 2024 honor roll. And um, out of them, I will be uh, having two of them on the Call Me Camille podcast. So I look forward to seeing some of those names. Here we go. Alex, he said he was your student. He came in. He formed an attachment with his teacher. Um, and he wanted to, you said, stay with you, and that just formed a beautiful relationship. He's now an adult. He is. And he still enjoys movie time with his teacher, forever teacher. Um, how impactful has that relationship been to you personally, beyond the classroom?
2: Unbelievable. Because when you see the world through Alex's eyes with simplicity and beauty, and happiness—it's it, it, just so amazing to to see the world through Alex's eyes with with this gentle, kind heart. That, and when we go to the movies and he laughs, that—that's it for me. You know, in <laughs> in this thing, this is just what we do. And I'm—he will teach me more than I will I'm him. Wow, teaching me how to realize that he can do it. I don't need to do it for him. I don't need to order his food. I don't need to get his drinks. I don't need he's a completely high functioning young man and I need to sometimes not get his mother and allow him to spread his wings. And sometimes that's hard to do with your babies. You know, yeah, You don't want to make fun of them. You don't want people to ridicule them or And and so he's taught me to just take that back. Mama Z, I got it.
0: So. is that what he calls you?
2: Sometimes, Sometimes it'll, it'll Mama, be Mama, Z, Mama Z, Mrs. Z. Z.
0: Yeah, it varies depending on what he's thinking yeah. or how he's feeling. I think that that's fantastic, and and it's difficult, you know, you you even with our own children, and then you have a classroom, you have your babies, and then you have a classroom full of new babies every single year that you want to see them spread their wings and fly on their own. But then there's that one part of you that just wants to keep them close to protect them, and um, I cannot imagine that that would be challenging. Yeah. So as far as um, you. Your, are you still teaching special ed right now, or have you? You are. Yeah. Wow. Never did wow. anything. Wouldn't and
2: people would say, "Oh, the burnout rate for special ed is ten years." And for some people, that may be true. And I totally get it. I totally get, you know, that. But for me, um, my husband and two kids, we've taken in five kids over the years um, wow. that have been homeless or lost parents. Or wow, what a gift that has been you know, just to open up our home even just to give somebody a safe place to sleep at night. I mean, you don't realize if if you can't meet their basic needs, how are we how are they gonna function in school? So my classroom is like our second home. I mean I wish I could wow. we could live there. We've got a full kitchen, I've got a bathroom and a shower, I do laundry all the time. I've got two, you know, unfortunately have kids who are homeless. So wow. we, it's like our home away from home. So that's why summer is very well rewarding. Yes. I need the rest, but then I worry a lot. Less.
0: Oh, I can see that for sure. So you almost spend your summer thinking about next mm-hmm. year, what can I do? And um, do you know the students that you'll have ahead of time or do you find that out? Okay.
2: Yep. yep. We've got them. Um, the seniors graduate. We've got a new group coming in and we still have our same sophomores, juniors, and seniors. So.
0: I think that that's fantastic. And I just want to say that, first of all, I saw your interview on Fox. And um, I, you just speak with such passion when it comes to your students and what you do. I think it goes beyond, it transcends beyond just this is my job. It is now your passion. If you had to sum up what this is, your work what you do, your life work, what would that one word or two words be that would sum up what Nancy Zezaleski does in the Otsigo. You saw me look over at my notes. Yeah. In Otstego public schools, what is it that you do in the classroom other than magic?
2: I would I would have to say building relationships. Oh. Not only the students and myself because the relationship is first building the relationships with other staff in the building, building relationships with the community, building relationships with administration, building relationships with um, you know, their families even.
0: Hmm.
2: There's there are so many pathways to success and we just finding those pathways starts by solid loving, nurturing
0: relationships. That's amazing. And that is a lesson to all of us. Mm -hmm. Um, You mentioned so many things. How can you be effective in the classroom if you're not meeting their basic needs? Um, That's in our community. That's with uh, the people that we rub elbows with. You know, oftentimes we want to look and we want to judge and we want to be critical, but you do not know what is going on. What is their home life like? If they have a home, what is their situation? And I think from what you have done and you have done such a phenomenal job at it is you've mastered the art of looking beyond the person that you may see in front of you and trying to say like, okay, why do you, maybe you have a little bit of an attitude or maybe you have, um, you know, there's a little sadness in your eyes, but you got a little tough exterior. What is it? What is your story? And, um, and then that all starts with building a relationship with them so that they can trust you to mm-hmm. share and to open up so that yep. you can see in and then you can be effective. And that is why you are a star educator, because you've done that extraordinarily well. You are phenomenal. You really mm-hmm. are. I think what you do and, and I, I jumped the gun by saying it, but I really do feel that what you do is magical and um, the relationships that you've built. Clearly, my algorithm is going bananas off of this woman, <laughs> this amazing educator named Nancy. Yeah. And so you've built those relationships uh, across you. the border.
2: I am, you know, when those kids, like I said this before, sometimes I tell them every day that I love them and, it, I, okay, see you, love you, bye, or, you know, <laughs> be safe, love you. But now they'll say it first, love you, Miss oh. hey. Like they're saying, and then when, you know, when, when I hear that, sometimes I don't respond because I was like, oh, wow. Oh my goodness. Do I love you? You know, but just, yeah, I'm a very blessed. I'm blessed beyond measure to be surrounded by amazing kids and their families. And, and I said this in my, in my biography to you, the love is deep, the love is strong and, and it doesn't end when they graduate. It just doesn't it. I'm talking to kids. I'm in contact with kids. I had my first year. Wow.
0: You know, there's a saying that says you are blessed to be a blessing. And I don't know if you've heard that, but you have been tremendously blessed. Um, But you are being a blessing to every single soul that you come in contact with. And um, I'm honored to meet you. I'm honored to talk to you. Thank you for taking the time to just share a bit with me. You mentioned a biography. I did. I'm looking at my notes and tell me about this biography because I want to know more about it, please. (laughs)
2: Like a little, like a little, you know, what a... What are you? What you know? Who am I? What am I doing? What do I? And it was hard to put all that together because you know, putting all that information into one little like like story was very difficult because there's a lot that's happened in 29 years. You know, there's a lot and it just gets better every day.
0: Well, you know what that means, Nancy. Yeah. That I, I do feel, and I'm pretty sure I probably am not the first person to share this with you. If I am, then, you know, I'll have to have the first exclusive. You know, you'll have to give that to me. But I, I really do feel that your life work is something that many people would benefit from reading. Um, so maybe in this new empty nester stage of life, as you are talking and learning Spanish with your hubby. um, <laughs> Maybe you can sit outside and in your quiet spot and you could write down um, something that could be passed on from generation to generation. Um, what you've learned um, in just mastering relationships and meeting basic needs and looking past the exterior to see the heart of your students and your coworkers. And um, you've done that. So I'm just putting that little plug in. Okay, that okay. the world yeah. needs more Nancy's and we would get that, <laughs> we would get that through reading um, some work. So, you know, think about that one. Awesome. Sonia Camille put that out there for you. <laughs> Listen, as we are winding down, could you please give some advice? Um, you have a, a young student we have I've had so many emails that have been flooded in and um, they've said well you know especially in lieu of educator appreciation month and I'm thinking of and you know, I'm graduating next year from high school I'm really thinking about going into education what is some advice that you would give to um, perhaps maybe one of your students that graduated that has looked at your life and what you did and how you poured into the lives of others um, what would you give them them as far as advice, um, and in terms of going into education, following in your footsteps.
2: Listen, listen with an open heart and an open mind
0: and, and know
2: that the issue is never really the issue. It's back to what you said earlier, Sonia. It's about when a kid comes in and looks a little sad or looks a little tired or seems off or, you know, finding very gently Finding out why and what kind of teacher do you want to be? What do you want to make? What do you, yeah. you know, I had a, a parent give me a, a picture frame with a picture of her son and I in it years ago, probably 15 years ago, and it said a teacher will, or a student may forget what you taught them, but they will never forget the way you made them feel.
0: Oh, that's good.
2: That's, you know, wow. Words carefully, Choose your words, you know, words cut like knife sometimes. And yeah. so just knowing, knowing who you're talking to and, and just listen.
0: I love that advice so much. I, and I don't even, I, it's so solid and so heartfelt, but you're so, I do have to say that's a, an amazing statement because I remember, I remember things that teachers have said positively mm-hmm. and maybe Not the greatest at times, you know, and I'm like, and I was a child and I'm 50 years old. Why do I still remember something that my fifth grade teacher said to me, you know, or how that made me feel? Uh, You know, I just didn't understand the concept and I didn't want to raise my hand. But then you called on me anyway. And then I embarrassed me in front of everyone.
2: um, And, you know, and just know that kids, you know, get feedback. Ask your students for feedback. I do it all the time. Wow. Wow. Give me feedback. How'd I do today? I was, and they know when wow. I,
0: was,
2: oh, they know personally, we've gone through struggles with, you know, things over the years and they'll right. Be like, hey, do you need a hug? I'm like, yeah, yes, I do. Wow. And just, wow. We, we, we just, you know, we're, we're, it's family.
0: But that, that takes an, an, a certain measure of humility to be yeah. able to humble yourself to say, you know how did I do and to be open to them saying well I think you could have explained that a little better or I think you said that a little okay. bit more harsh so that takes an, a tremendous amount of humility but that's rooted in confidence and love and love like I, if I'm not doing something I will I'll get it right I love you enough to make sure that I get this right yeah. Yeah.
2: and to tell that's, me years ago I had one of my girls tell me well sometimes you're so busy I don't think you listen to us and I stopped and cried and said, yeah. oh my God. So then we would have a little code where she would be like, oh, nope. nope. Like she would mother me, you know, like, nope, nope.
0: <laughs> so- wow.
2: And I still thank her for that feedback that she gave me all the time, all those years ago, like, like to tell me that. And
0: That's beautiful.
2: Me, I need to slow down. Slow down, Nancy. Slow your roll a little bit. It's, right. It, you only have these Humans for seven hours. Cherish it.
0: I love that. And I love how you said that. You only have them for just several hours, the little humans in your classroom. So cherish it. We only have our children for just a short amount of time.
1: time. So cherish
0: it and be humble enough and love them enough. Yeah. I should say, love them enough to be humble That's and true. to say, I may not, I'm not perfect. Yes, so exactly. I'm not holding you to a standard that I'm not holding myself exactly. to.
2: Exactly. Oh
0: my and gosh. do you know the impact that would have on our world if we all treated each other with that same respect and kindness?
2: Wouldn't that be? What a wonderful world.
0: What a wonderful world. Wow, that was extraordinary. Thank you okay. so very, you. very much for this opportunity um, to interview educator Nancy, special ed teacher, Nancy yeah. Zazalewski from the Ostego Public Schools. You are an extraordinary woman um, and I am looking forward to getting to know you. Hey, I'm calling it right now. Me, you, Lisa, coffee date.
2: That's exactly right. Movie, or, coffee, you name
0: it. Or we will rent out the movie theater, M89 movie theaters. We're giving a shout out to you. We want a girlfriend's <laughs> night. <laughs> I want some of those cookies that you had with Alex. <laughs> yes. I've got to cook
2: up for that too. Were,
0: Were they as delicious as they look? They look yeah. so yummy. <laughs> They're just
2: too good, too good. Awesome. too
0: good have a wonderful day thank you so much thank for your time you. educator nancy Zazoleski. it's been an honor i appreciate you so much appreciate you thank, thank you, you so. for what you do thank you so much Thank you so much, my friends, for joining me here for this very special episode on the Call Me Camille podcast. As I interviewed Nancy Zazalewski, I had the most extraordinary time talking to her, getting to know her. I feel like I have a new friend. I think we promised each other a coffee date next time I'm in Michigan, so I am super excited about that. Thank you for joining me here. If you have not followed me, please do so on all of my social media platforms. You can find me on Instagram at Sonya Camille blogger, as well as on Instagram at call me Camille podcast. Please follow me on TikTok at the Call Me Camille podcast, as well as on YouTube. We are now on YouTube. Each and every episode will be uploaded on YouTube. For those of you who would rather see us here ta-da, versus listening to us, you can certainly go to YouTube, Call Me Camille podcast on YouTube and watch our episode on there as well. Friends, again, I would like to express that if you would like to nominate any of your favorite teachers, outstanding teachers. There's certainly so many, too many, far too many for me to be able to cover all of them here on the Call Me Camille podcast, as well as the Cordially Camille blog. But for those who would like to make our special 2024 all-star outstanding honor roll list of educators, submit the names of the teachers that you would like to nominate. And email them to me at SoniaCamilleContact at gmail.com. Well, that's it for me today, guys. Thank you so much. Stay tuned for our very last episode of Season 1, which will air next week. Our very last episode of Season 1, we are closing out Teacher Appreciation Month here on the Call Me Camille podcast. You know me, you know what I'm going to say. I could not be more thrilled. I'm excited that you are here. Thank you for joining me. Have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time.